0: Hey guys, it's Sydney and welcome back to Positively Dog. So today we have another exciting special guest coming on, Susan Thixton, who's here to talk to us about dog food regulations. She's the founder of the Association for Truth in Pet Food and is one of a few consumer advocates fighting to hold the pet food industry accountable for their actions. So let's learn more about how we can keep our pets safe while eating pet food. See you guys soon. Hey guys, today we have Susan Thixton on to talk about dog food regulations. She's an expert on this topic as the founder of the Association for Truth in Pet Food, as well as one of few consumer advocates fighting to hold the pet food industry accountable for their actions involving pet food regulation. She's also created the list, which is a list of pet foods that she would trust to give to her dogs. This is important because each item was chosen after detailed verification and research into the products. So Susan, can you talk to us a little bit about who is said to be the ones regulating pet food?
1: Um, the FDA, the Federal Food Drug, uh, the Federal Food and Drug. Oh gosh, the Food <laughs> Drug and Oh my gosh, Sorry. I just know this FDA. Um, Food and Drug Administration. My gosh, my brain just stopped. <laughs> the Federal Food and Drug Administration federal government, is the main authority over pet food, but pet food is also, I'm going to say, supposed to be regulated on a state level as well, too. So there are federal laws that regulate pet food, and there are also state laws that regulate pet food.
0: So why did you say supposed to?
1: ask that again
0: why did you say supposed to well
1: there are laws that are not enforced and uh, the FDA uh, calls it selective enforcement where the agency literally at their whim at their own discretion chooses which laws they will enforce as example. Um, federal law and the laws are the Food, Drug, and Cosmetic Act Um, those federal laws define a food as anything that humans or animals consume and those laws define an adulterated or illegal food and this is just one of the examples as a food that contains a diseased animal or an animal that has died other than by slaughter. An example of an animal that has died other than by slaughter is um, an animal that like died in the field, um, did or has been condemned from um, being processed into human food. Um, it can die from an illness Multitude of reasons. Those things per federal law are illegal. That makes the food adulterated. But the FDA, and I have a letter from FDA that was dated in April of last year, April 2019. This was in response to us asking the FDA to please stop allowing this into pet food. And the FDA said no we are going to continue to allow this material in cut food under their enforcement discretion it's a direct violation of federal law and actually it's a direct violation of many uh, state laws as well too but both the state authorities and the federal authorities ignore that law and there's no way for a consumer you go look at these pet food products and you know they have a picture of a roasted chicken on the label or fresh cuts of meat or a grilled steak and there's nothing. There there could be nothing similar in that bag or can to what is displayed on the label. Pet owners have, have no way of knowing what's really in there if it contains legal ingredients or if it contains illegal ingredients
0: since these um, ingredients are harmful for pets why do they allow it even if it's illegal
1: well they believe that it is not harmful for pets and and they uh, asked so the fda claims that they are a science-based agency that all of their decisions are based on science. So several years ago, I asked them, I filed a Freedom of Information request with the FDA, um, and if they have any documents, they're required by law to provide them to me. Um, So I asked them for the science. Okay, you say this material is safe as long as it's cooked, but, uh, you know, show me the science. And they their their response to that request was that they had no documents. So of course it's not safe. Anyone in their right mind would go, of course that's not safe to eat. Um, But the FDA allows it, I believe, because it's waste control. This material, it's, it's massive amounts just from and now we're going to get into some disgusting areas here, but just from dead animal carcasses, just that alone, there are more than 1 billion, with a B, pounds of dead animal carcasses that have to be disposed of every year in the United States alone. They can't put all of that in landfills. The decomposing carcasses would contaminate the land, would contaminate, could very well contaminate the air, would contaminate waterways on and on. So that material does have to be disposed of. I understand that. What I have a problem with is them feeding this material to our pets and not being honest about it. If, if they're so confident that it's safe, well, produce the science to show us it's safe, and then disclose that illegal ingredients are included in the product on the bag and let the consumer decide
0: for themselves. Could these illegal ingredients actually cause more harm? And I'm just putting thoughts out there, but potentially kill pets or kill our kill our cats and dogs and cause a repeating cycle? I'm just putting thoughts out there on that one. Uh,
1: I absolutely think so. So the FDA's concern um, over these ingredients is when they are in a raw state. Because, so if you could imagine, a cow dies in a field and it lays there for three days. And on day three, a truck comes and drags the carcass up on the, the truck. And then that cow carcass is ground, cooked, and sold to pet food. Well, the amount, imagine in that three days, doesn't even take three days, but these um, decomposing carcasses build up massive loads of bacteria like salmonella. Salmonella is a gram negative bacteria. Um, there's other bacteria that's the say E. coli is another gram negative bacteria. Uh, when F- FDA is concerned about the live bacteria. But when the bacteria is killed through cooking this nasty waste, gram-negative bacteria produce a toxin called an endotoxin when they're killed, when heat treatment kills the live bacteria. And that endotoxin, I believe, is more of a risk to pets than the live bacteria. The live bacteria, of course, would be a danger to the pet owner handling the pet food, but the dead bacteria is going to be very dangerous. It could be absorbed into the gut, into the bloodstream. Um, there, there's lots of information on endotoxins in human medicine as well, because even like ground meat, um, there's you know more bacteria can build up in ground meat. Um, and and it can can cause problems. Endotoxins are are very dangerous things. We had a meeting with FDA several years ago, and and we was myself and a gentleman whose dog died, he firmly believed was from endotoxins, and he was a PhD human food scientist. And he he had no idea that pet food could contain the, the horrible things it could until after his dog died, you know, he started doing research. He found my website. At, you know, connected with me. He had previously asked FDA to discuss this. You know, he wanted to discuss this concern with them. They refused him, and they because I am an official consumer advocate, they uh, obliged me, and and so we, we for forty five minutes, this gentleman gave scientific evidence after scientific evidence to FDA on this. And the FDA's only concern, and, and they stated this, was so you want us to to landfill three billion pounds of, of animal material every year? And and my response back to them was so you want our pets to be living landfills? And and in essence they do. It is they, this material has to be disposed of, and they have assigned the disposal method of our pets.
0: Wow. So for, uh, for dog food and cat food that's already in the market, that's already uh, been inspected and been said to be safe, what about inspection? Is there an ongoing inspection to make sure that it's continually safe? Yeah.
1: Um, Pet food manufacturers are, for the most part, they are inspected annually for um, what you've heard of, mad cow disease. Yes. Um, Bovine, it's a big long word, but mad cow disease is the short version. Um, Cattle can get mad cow disease when they are fed. Material from sick cows. And and yes, the same nasty, horrible waste that is fed to cats and dogs is unfortunately also fed to livestock animals. Um, So they inspect pet food manufacturing facilities to make sure that when they have, like maybe a, a batch of kibble went through and it was too wet, it didn't dry properly. They will often sell that material to cattle farmers, whoever that will buy it, they'll sell it really cheap. And so these inspections are to assure that they do not sell a beef product to cattle farmers. They can sell it to pig farmers or chicken farmers, but they can't sell it to cattle farmers. That's what these inspections are for. And they are done once a year. For the most part, however, pet food manufacturers are not inspected unless a problem has happened, unless the company has issued a recall, and then the FDA goes in and does an inspection. So these products, it's all based on trust. You you have to trust that the manufacturer is doing their due diligence and sourcing safe, quality ingredients. There's some of them that do. Some of them that go to great extremes to find the right ingredients and they test the raw materials. You know, they do. They dot every I and cross every T because they want to. They're they're a very ethical company and they want to produce a quality actual food for pets. But the problem is finding who's who.
0: So for our listeners, what are those ingredients? What are those foods that have been proven to be good quality that are uh, safe for our pets?
1: Well, I can't ever name specific brands. I can't endorse any company and I can't condemn any company. The best I can say is that I only give my own cats and dogs a human-grade pet food. Most pet foods are considered feed-grade, F-E-E-D, feed-grade, F-E-E-D, feed grade, cattle feed and chicken feed, and they are regulated as the same and contain the same ingredients as cattle feed and chicken feed.
0: Mm. Human-grade
1: pet foods, on the other hand, are regulated the exact same way as human food, so they cannot contain any type of a diseased animal or animal that has died other than mass slaughter. They cannot contain any type of waste ingredients. The manufacturing facility has to be a licensed human food facility where there is a, a United States Department of Agriculture, USDA, inspector on site during the production of both the pet food products and the human food products. So there, those products are actually food. All the rest of the pet products are not food. They are feed. They're dog feed and cat feeds. Mm-hmm. So that is the product. Now, many, many pet foods on their websites will make the claim, oh, we use all human-grade ingredients, and that has been proven to be not true in, in <laughs> multiple different cases. So don't trust a website. Don't trust any marketing claims. Look on the pet food label for the words human grade. When that, that is one thing that regulatory authorities do scrutinize is the pet food label. You want to see the words human grade on the label. When it's on the label, you can trust that.
0: So before we get off for today, where can we learn more about you and what you're doing for um, pet food regulations?
1: My main website is truthaboutpetfood.com. And that's where all of the, you know, these types of education, there's, there's thousands of articles on that website that explain about pet food ingredients, you know, what the ingredients are what they mean, because everything in pet food, that's another issue. Every single ingredient in pet food is different than the same ingredient in human food. Chicken, as example, you'll see many pet food labels that say, "made with real chicken. Well, that means made with real pet food chicken. Pet food chicken has a very separate and different definition than human food chicken. All of those definitions, unfortunately, are copyright-protected and corporately owned by a private organization, and you have to buy them at $120 a year. Human food, every, everything you want to learn, every law, every legal definition, is all public information, but pet food is not. So on my website, I have lots of information like that. I have a, a pamphlets that describe the definitions, the, the main definitions, describing uh, you know in detail what human grade pet foods are what peat grade pet foods are and those are all free for everybody to you can read to your heart's content and get quite a bit of education on the website
0: all right guys here you have it so please go on her site there's amazing information on there i've been on there and learned so much so highly recommend it all